Welcome to Sports 360 Podcast. Here we talk about issues in the wide world of sports, ranging from local issues from the Nigerian scene to global issues. And uh, we like to make it an all-sports affair. Sports 360, we can go anywhere, any sport. My name is DG Omoto Imbo. And I'm Adeyemi Adesoya. I am Akimbode Ogutui. Hello there, one welcome to Sports 360 Podcast for this week. Many, many thanks for joining us from across the world. It's got to have you out there. Well, um, Yemi Adesanya is here with me, right here in the studio. But is in his own bedroom studio somewhere. <laughs> I think in uh, Dallas, Texas, where he's monitoring the NBA finals. And we, we're going to talk about that much later on today's podcast. But first, as we like to do, let's start from home. And um, the, troublesome, the troublesome beats has come to hunt us again. All right. A few weeks ago on this podcast, when we were talking about the AFN, we did talk about the Poland Relays. The Poland Relays was there, an opportunity for the Nigerian Relay teams to go there and qualify for the Olympics. But they didn't go there. Because at that point in time, there was a squabbling going on between two factions of the AFN. One faction wanted them to go. The other faction didn't want to give legitimacy to the faction that wanted them to go for Poland, they opted to go to the U.S. to try and do some, take part in some competitions, hoping to qualify for the Olympics. We did say it here that we felt that they should have gone to Poland because Poland offered a much easier uh, route and a much easier opportunity for them to have qualified. As it is, we have five relay teams. Uh, the 4 by 100 men and women and the newly introduced 4 by 400 4 by 100 men and women, 4 by 400 men and women, and the newly introduced 4 by 400 mixed relays. Well, of that five, Nigeria has only managed to qualify for two. Um, that's the 4 by 100 women, the and the 4 by 400 mixed relays. The 4 by 400 women thought they had qualified at one of the mixed in Lagos, but it turned out a couple of days later that the World Athletics uh, uh, ruled out that race for some irregularities and so they didn't qualify. The painful thing is that if we had gone to Poland, it appears now that we will have easily qualified. I take this quote from uh, Making of Champions uh, President uh, Bambo Akonin. Bambo, and I quote, there are lots of Nigerian leagues who ought to be there. Our men fought by 100 meters. A fully home-based team ran 38.53 seconds at our PAGA making of champion release on Sunday. That's penultimate Sunday. When they needed 38.46 seconds. So they missed that by 0.7 of a second to make the Olympics. They did that without the US-based guys and that was just after one week of training together by the way. The winning time at the World Relays in Poland which we missed was 38.71. Even Denmark qualified for the Olympics in 39.2 because they were in Poland. Our boys with 38.53 did gallantly and deserve to be there and they've been brought together, blah, 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 blah. So, Poland, like we said here, offered a much easier opportunity or route for us to qualify for the Olympics. But because there was squabbling, there was infighting. And then it comes back to what I said, buddy, that those officials, you would have thought they would sit, sit down and say, okay, 
These are the athletes that want to go for the Olympics. What gives them the best opportunity? Is it to go to Poland and all of that? But that didn't matter to them. It was internal, it was personal, it was all about them, 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 like like to say. You do not know what it is for an athlete to miss an opportunity to go for the Olympics. They obviously do not care. So it brings back to the table, but what we'll always say about the officials not caring about the athletes because this was messed up totally. We could have easily qualified for the relays at, the, at Poland. They junketed to America for three weeks, estacled and all the expenses. They now came back to Nigeria. We're struggling to qualify eventually. Two over five. That's what we got. First of, first of DG, um, I want to see which of the two factions will go with the athletes to the Olympics. Because I'm definitely both, both of them can, both of them won't be on the plane to Tokyo. That's, that's on one side. On the other side, like you said, it is painful that no matter how many number of athletes qualified for the Olympics, all the officials will be there. Exactly. So, even if there's only one athlete that's going to the Olympics, all the officials will go. And so, the athletes that have been training so hard, who have been looking forward to going to the Olympics, they'll be forced to stay at home watching while these officials are on the plane to Tokyo. You can't uh, underline and emphasize this enough. It is time that you take drastic measures to stop things like this from ever happening against Nigerian sports. It started with football. It got into basketball. Now it's in athletics. And I suspect that as other events, sporting events start getting um, uh, international clout, as, as they start getting bigger, and start getting more recognition, the odds are that these things will spread to them. And we have been clear that this is happening because of whatever it is that these officials are seeing as a, as a, uh, um, uh, as they're taking wins for being officials of these bodies. Because I cannot see people rushing to be president of Dambi. <laughs> and for a long time, Ushoji was using his own money to sponsor table tennis. Yeah. And I suspect that at some point, when table tennis becomes big, because it's on the way, we start seeing five factions to table tennis. All this has got to stop. And it doesn't help. It didn't help. It has not helped. That the minister... As it started well, and has now added its own uh, its own style to it by making it easy for these people to cause the confusion that they have been causing. CDG. The truth is that until it becomes impossible for people to make any gains from the officials of these bodies, unfortunately, it's going to be happening. I was speaking with Islam of Folani a few days ago. Yeah, and he kept wondering, and, and he asked me, "What exactly is it that people gain by being?" And I told him, "See, the fact is that Nigerians always find a way, they find loopholes to exploit things that you don't take care of, mm-hmm. and so there are gaps in. Look, I'm always amused when 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 both sides start talking about about the constitution, as <laughs> if it's always in black and white, <laughs> as if." I, I think there are multiple meanings to, to sentences. 
I'll be wondering what exactly are, 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 are they still reading here that, that we can't see? And they also, they, 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 look, until we, start, until we start telling people to jail for stealing or for, 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 for being enemies of progress, finally, 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 to convict them of being enemies of progress, it is sad, but we are here again. And like one of my favorite people, persons used to say, to, to say we are making, we are, we are, we are paying now, we are saying this. And I can guarantee you, it will happen again. And for me, that's the heartbreaking part. That is going to happen again. Mm. Sound, sound words <laughs> that you have to ruminate on from body then. Yeah, I mean, um, along the lines of this, Jerry Jackman, mm. um, I think he's a student at the University of Lagos, 200 meters. He also stood a great chance of qualifying for the individual events. But because he was a member of the relating, he couldn't focus on his individual event. I think he went with them to the US. They tried many races. They came to Lagos. I think in the space of two weeks, they probably ran like four or five relays to try qualify. Three or four, let me be sure, to try and qualify, which they did not. They missed it and all of that. And then he eventually traveled to Switzerland to try and qualify for the 200 meters individual. He couldn't. The stress of focusing on the relays cost him his own personal uh, event and that happened across the line. It also also underlines how we don't even have a plan for these athletes. Because there was a plan for these young men who have said, okay, you are a 200 meter specialist. Okay, go there, go here, go here, have a chance of qualifying. But because of this relay uh, in Broglio, it affected him and who knows how many other athletes was affected by that. You know, I, this point takes me back to the first time I met Bambo. Yeah. And we're discussing you know, what are the Jamaicans doing differently mm. compared to us. And he said, you know, for the Jamaicans, they've learned to pace themselves. Yeah. They've learned to have a proper schedule. So uh, they've decided to enlist their talent and keep them local instead of going onto the collegiate scene where they will run probably almost all through the year. Mm. And by this time it comes to representing Major tournament. their country, they're probably burnt out. Now, Jaguar, you mentioned, <clears throat> excuse me, it is alleged that they kept trying to beat the time. So they probably ran the relays more than once, mm. trying to hit a particular time. So the first time they went on, they said, okay, that's a hit. And they went for another hour before they finally got the time that we mentioned. We don't seem to realize that the more we push these guys, the accessions tells on yeah. them eventually. Yeah. And that's why I always say that we, we don't have, we're so focused on the act, but we're not, we're not concerned about the science, that there is a scientific side to how much we push these athletes. And, and that's why we don't pay any attention to sports science mm. in this part of the world. It's unfortunate for the young man, you know, like you said, that's with another, okay, maybe three years now. But mm. three years is still mm. a long time. It's a long time. And that three years, he may now not be able to make it because another young kid, will you have know, come may, have, may come have come up, up yeah. and knocked, will knock him off his perch. So, what is painful is three years from now, we probably will be having this same conversation. <laughs> you know, because we have been having this conversation for years. They, will, they listen to this podcast 
they will refuse to change. Mm. You know, I, I was telling someone over the weekend that where will Nigeria Athletics be without making of champions? Honestly. Where would they be without making of Honestly. champions? Because this young... But even, even making of champions tried to organize an event and one of the factions tried to stop it. That's what I'm saying. So, this guy is a private guy. He's putting his effort. He's getting sponsorship. He's getting scholarship for these athletes. Enabling them to combine schooling with them. Yeah. And they're able to go to meet his own efforts. And he's not, and he's not a, board a member. member of the board. So underline that fact. So you imagine, can contribute positively yes. without being a member if yeah. you have something to contribute. Yes. Those of you who are hell-bent on being board members have absolutely next to nothing to contribute. contribute. Buddy, what's your reaction to that? Look, that point that uh, that um, we just made now, it was the same thing with Toshio. Toshio was the board member when, when, when he started. When he started, uh, exactly. Uh, but they're talking about any Toshio, by the way. And it also is involved former commissioner for sports in Lagos State, and but but he's been involved in table table tennis for a long time, using his own resources at the start before he became a board member. Go ahead. And I also know people, and I also know people who are who, who are not board members of the APF, who are doing things for Nigerian basketball. For instance, Badi Latono, former Nigerian international, yeah, um, still organizes um, uh, um, uh, tournaments for. Uh, for under sixteen, under under fourteen, on a regular basis. Our good friend and who organizes the private schools. I've forgotten his name now. Exactly, exactly. Um, uh, private and secondary schools. Uh, basketball uh, tournament. Uh, basket, basketball regularly, and so the, 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 that is why it, it blows my mind that when some of these people that 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 force themselves onto the board. Because if I if, if, if I use the word, the word elected, it would be misleading. <laughs> some of them... Well, they find they their way there somehow. Exactly. When they force themselves onto this one and they say, oh, I, I feel I want to serve. You can serve without being on the board. And that is also, that is also, also the reason that I say that... Um, I, I think it, it was in one of this, um, one of our past podcasts. That sometimes it is it is from the it is from from local from the local level that to create the problem. When we have a chance to vote in people who will be on these boards, we we the people that are voting they ignore those that are contributing and they put in Godfathers and quotes and they say, oh, he has the funds to help. Yeah. Only people that have the funds to. People with sports, they don't get on onto the board. Yeah. If you are, if you are desperate to get on that board, you, don't, you are not coming to spend your money. You are, you are coming to steal the money. Mm. That, 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 that's something I've seen. Okay, all right. As we round this up now, it's unfortunate. Like we said, hear me. Like it happened with basketball and those guys who don't play for three years. Some athletes have missed out the chance, and there is no Olympics until the next three years at least. I would not know. That's a painful part. We, don't, we can't measure it. These, yeah. these are intangibles. We do not know how these may have affected the life or lives of some of these athletes, the opportunities that they've lost, whether they'll get the opportunity back. Who knows? We're talking about Jerry Jackpot there. So many of them. When I hear Jerry Jackpot might go to the World Athletics next year, I think hopefully God help him to get there. So it just underlines the fact that, like we've said here several times, the officials don't care. They don't. It's all about them. 
And the athletes are just um, a means to an end for them. Yes. And um, but how can we change this? How can we change? Because at the end of the day, um, it's affecting these athletes and it's becoming a recurrent decimal and something needs to change. First and foremost, um, like Bodhi said, you need to elect the right people right from the local level. The right people need to get there. Okay, so we're talking about athletics now. This is the first sort of the madness that's going on with the two factions. Someone needs to step up and sort it out. I said, look, Faction A, Faction B, get in the room, lock the door, iron it out. Yeah, I mean, it won't happen. It, it won't work. I know, it's unfortunate, but it that is work the only solution. They, they, it won't work because the moment you call somebody to a meeting in this country, they feel that they have a, a clout or a standing. That's why you are inviting them to that meeting in the first place. You know, because, but uh, let, let's find final word on this. Final word on this. Um, for me, I think the statutes that set up all our sporting associations, I think that's a starting point. If those statutes are not changed, charlatans will always continue to get on that on those boards. My view, my personal opinion. The question is, who will change the statute? <laughs> the fact is that the last associations that, have tried, that, that they have tried to change the statutes, they have tried to change it to benefit themselves, yes. yeah. benefit themselves in office. Yeah. That, that is it. So until a well-meaning person gets into that office and decides to know what going forward this has got to stop and he puts those in, those, uh, and he puts uh, those things in place but the guy, I, and I, I can bet you you know somebody made a statement a while back um, uh, uh, that if he fights corruption corruption will fight back hmm. I can guarantee you that when the person starts making the move to make the status look better <laughs> people are going to accuse him yeah knowing yeah. that it's to block their way of doing things, they will accuse him of being the monster and start creating scenarios in the media. Mm. Sadly, idiot that some of our people yes. to make that person to paint that person black, and they will just muddy the waters again and we back to square one. Unfortunately, I was you took that word right out of my mouth. I was just going to say, unfortunately, <laughs> we'll have to end this particular topic here. Um, to the officials, the word we have tried to use so many times. We have tried not to use so many times, but we have to use. Again, shame on you. Because you you, you honestly don't care about these athletes. It's always about you, you you guys. If you did care, your thought process would have been, what is the best and fastest and easiest route to get these guys to the Olympics? That should have been your concern. Not, I don't, I don't want to go here because of A is here. I don't want to go here because, because that's all about you. If we thought of the good, greater good of these athletes, we would have gone to Poland and a lot of these guys would have made the Olympics. But hey, because of your selfishness and greed, we didn't go to Poland. We missed out on a great chance. And then we junketed to the to the US. We came back and all of that. And hey, we're here we are. Two teams out of a possible five are the ones going to the Olympics in the release where we could have had four over five or at least, or even five over five. All right. Um, it's a question of chasing shadows, really. I'm talking about chasing <laughs> shadows. Uh, one of our of federations or associations who I think are chasing shadows really is the NFF. Um, the Super Eagles played a game a few days ago against the Mexican national team at, um, at uh, in, in California, I think it was. Yeah, yes, it was, it was in California. Um, they lost to the Mexican national team by four goals to nil. It was a home-based Super Eagles. 
And for me, the disappointing thing was how a lot of our guys in the media came after this team and were ridiculing them and were saying all kinds of things, going on Twitter with the the home-based guys are not good enough. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I'll go back to my favorite word. Shame on you. (laughs) We were, I don't know what, we were playing. The Mexican, I did my research. That Mexican starting 11. Between them, one, they're number 11 in the world. The major Super Eagles team is number 32 in the world. So, by extrapolation, the home base is probably number 70. (laughs) (laughs) If we're going to do that. They had, between them, 348 international caps. Our starting 11 made up of home base players had 11 caps. Between them. Between them. So, the Mexican team had 80-something caps. About four or five of them had 50 caps or more. It's like we threw these guys at the deep end. They lost 4-0. I would have understood the hoopla if it was a 10-0 or a 12-0 victory, a loss. Or even a 7 or 8-0. They lost 4-0. I'm sorry. No matter where you think your football arrogance comes from, 4-0 is a bad loss, but it's not a disgraceful loss the way some of you are saying it. Ukraine got beaten by England the same day, 4-0, in the quarterfinals of major tournament. Finals of 2012 Euros. Italy were walloped by Spain, 4 0. So, 4 0 is not such a strange scoreline in international football. And considering the, the build up to that tournament, those guys were handpicked from the local scene, we don't, whatever. A coach, somebody coached them here. Obviously, Gernot Raw was forced to be in the US because his body language, emotionally, physically, he was distancing himself from the team. Even the way he sat on the bench, he was totally disinterested. I'm sure he was forced to be there. Another person handled them another, and they lost 4-0. And the next thing we should do is to criticize them and try and make them like they are good for nothing. While you are letting the officials who are not NFL officials, who are not putting any developmental process in place to improve. Like, let's even assume that Nigerian League and Nigerian football is as bad as you guys say it is. What is the NFF and the LMC doing to improve it. That's their primary job. Not focusing on the Super Eagles, Super Eagles, Super Eagles, all the sponsorships, Super Eagles. Everything. Super Eagles, go to Nations Cup, go to World Cup. That seems to be our focus. Eight great competitions, we are nowhere now. We, we didn't qualify for some competitions in Africa. Talk less of World Cup. Nobody's saying anything. But the moment the home base boys play, they got to the final of Chan one time, they lost 4-0, they did one thing, but they lost 4-0. Our big boys considered four goals in the space of 15 minutes against Sierra Leone. They went to Sierra Leone, they couldn't score. If that was a home base team, we would line them up at the barbage and shoot them. <laughs> so I don't understand why we are so quick. And I feel honestly, NFF, to me, appears to be setting these guys up, bring them down so they can justify, oh, home base guys are not good though, so you can go and look for a that is in Idaho. Uh, Mufutao that is playing in Germany. I'm going to populate the national team with guys who are not developed here. Nothing wrong with that. But what is happening now is that we, we are taking our eyes off development on the local scene. We have concluded that nothing good can come out of Nigeria. So let's find our play. And you can't progress like that. It's not possible. But it... Did you two things. First off, um... There, there, there was an argument 
the moment that seamless was was released there was um, there, there was an there was an intense argument from those who cover the, the nigerian league that some of those players should not should not be on the plate no no fault of no, no fault of the players yeah that they are better players for, for their positions than of that, but that argument is always ongoing even, okay. even with the base five goals secondly I remember I did an article a while back hmm. activating the Keshe protocol. Hmm. Yeah. That was the title. Did you say Tiffin Keshi, that Keshi, Tiffin Keshi, over six months to a year, was having all these players in camp every week, every other weekend. Um, um, uh, every week, every other week. They only go to play uh, for their clubs at the weekend when they have, uh, the, uh, uh, they, they, only go, they only travel weekends to play league matches for their teams. The fact is that you cannot just arbitrarily invite 20 players, come there for one week, fly them to America, and expect them to play as a team. It's not going to happen. You've got to have a program where they are in camp consistently. And I, I remember also when, uh, uh, when the current uh, uh, coach of Ghana, when he started doing it with, with, with his home-based team, Siki Akuno. What Siki Akuno did was that after Ghana had qualified for the for the Nations Cup, their last two matches, he wanted to to use as many of the home players uh, as possible. So he started a three four month program where the players who are going to camp regularly and he was seeing them. They got familiar with his tactics. They got familiar with each, with, with each other. They played together. That is how that is how you build a team. I, I, I got on it with, uh, on social media with, with some of our guys. I've not seen their replies and I'm probably going to ignore it. It is easy to step up and insult these boys when they travel. We are not seeing that result is good. It's not bad, like you said. However, they are the easy target, targets like, 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 yeah. like, like, soft targets. And I feel that, we, I feel that we can do better. I feel that we should do, we should do better. You know, the funny thing is that, Sometimes I, I look at the uh, at the comments. Um, uh, Biola, what's his name now? Kazim. Um, you say what? Biola Kazim. Biola Kazim. Sometimes I'm 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 reading, I'm reading his comments and I'm thinking we are saying the same things, but from different perspective. We all want the best for the super goods, but you can't keep pulling some people down, shooting them at every opportunity. While giving others a free pass because of where they are coming from, yes, that is where that is where it is unfair. The G, you and I have covered events abroad, and we have seen what the what what our, our colleagues abroad about what they have. And look, they have been in conversations with some of some of some of our, our, our colleagues here, and they have been wondering where do you get this knowledge from. And I'm like, hey, I read like you do. There are some things they will know because they are here. Like so there are some, some things I know about the current playoffs. Because I'm exposed, exposed to the media here, that people in Lagos are not. It doesn't mean that those in Lagos are less. No, it is all information. And so I'm again pleading to our friends and the, to, to our colleagues. To our colleagues, it's, we are not saying populate the spy groups with home-based players. No, but we are saying give them a fair shake. From where they are, they are doing their best. publicly said that. Oh, 
the home base players and so and so. And I ask him my question. You coach you coach in in, 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 in that league. You are, you are telling us you are a waste of space. What have you done to correct what the lapses that you are seeing? What? It's easy to, 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 to get on the bad background and say, oh, these guys are bad, don't 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 do that. It's very, very easy. But you should ask ourselves, are they getting a fair shake? Like you are they getting a fair shake? They are not. And we cannot we cannot run away from that. You know, it's easy, like but they said these guys are soft targets, easy. But I feel as journalists and men's media, we must analyze things and weigh all angles. Under what conditions are these guys playing? <laughs> Travel conditions, zero. zero. Security of life and property at the stadium, zero. zero. Quality of stadium playing zero. surfaces, zero. Welfare, zero. salaries and all of that, zero. zero. So, what do, why do we expect that under these circumstances, we they expect the they Cup. should be world beaters. <laughs> and then the people in charge of all these factors, what pass. have they done to improve these conditions? But it's always the players are not good enough, players are not good enough. We are giving the officials a free pass. I've listed two things, uh, four things now. Security, travel arrangement, um, salary, welfare, uh, quality of playing surfaces. What is NFF or LMC doing to improve this situation, but hey, it is always about the players that we blame. And we are giving them a free pass. Under the conditions these guys are playing, why should we expect anything better? <laughs> it is what it is. You know, um, it's unfortunate. And, and I think the major problem continues to be the media. The media, because the media, they see the problem. We're supposed to highlight and analyze the problem. Analyze the problem and face those responsible for exactly. to correct that problem. Why our players play mainly on artificial turf? Yes. And these are artificial turfs that have probably outlived their production time. The period at which you're supposed to have changed some of these artificial turfs is gone past. But they're still playing on those stuff. Now, we say we've advised, we suggested, divide the league into two. North and South. You say, no, you want to divide the country because it is hard for somebody to play a game in Lagos and have to travel to Maiduguri by, by road. There's insecurity issues on the road, but these players go to, some have been kidnapped. The manager of Rangers, uh, of uh, Rivers United was kidnapped recently. recently. A player of Adama So, Basic things to be done, you won't see them do it. But when it comes to when the super eagles want to play, that is when they come for those photo ops and mm. those audio mm. opportunities. They, they're in the news. There's crowd trouble. The NFL treats it with kid gloves. Taking sides. This, how, how is it that a player goes to a match to play a game and, and he's not I, sure he will leave the and, pitch. And he, and he ends up with a broken head. Yes. And he's not sure he will leave in one piece. And then we in the media attack the same player, saying they're not good enough. Let, let me ask a question. The last time the NFF did anything on coaching, improving the coaching situation in the country. No, I'm not even talking about the league alone. The last time the NFF did anything on coaching licensing, it was 2017. Anybody can correct me if I'm wrong. The man in charge of the technical department of the NFF, has, he's been there for about a year. He, have we seen anything that is released as his plan for developing football 
in the country. Outside of the Super Eagles, what plan does the NFF have for football at all levels? At all levels. You know, so it's mm-hmm. easy. To... Yes, Sorry, buddy. Look at the way we are running the, the, the Federation Cup. Oh, exactly. Thank you for that. And we are reporting it as if it, it, is, it is okay. This is it is not okay. It is not okay. You know, it's, 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 it's very painful when... Well, don't let me use the word painful. Let me say it's very disappointing when people you feel should know better decide to just hit the soft targets and not face the deeper problems. Yeah. We can blame these players all we like. Like Buddy rightly said, they are the easy, soft targets. The elephants in the room, <laughs> the big boys who are supposed to attack guys in the media, is the NFL on one hand and the LMC. And my question to them is simple. Let's even assume that our players are useless. They are bad. They don't know how to play football. They can't kick a ball. They can't trap a ball. <laughs> what are you doing about it? What are you doing to improve the situation? Your purview is Nigerian football. Development of Nigerian football, not Super Eagles going to World Cup or Nations Cup, which they have never won. I mean, the World Cup, which they have never won, Nations Cup, which they haven't won in almost 10 years now. Yeah. What are you doing to improve Nigeria? What are you doing to improve this league, to keep, to, to improve the players' welfare, to improve the security at venues and on their way to matches, to improve... The quality of officiating mm. to improve their technical ability, to improve the quality of the playing surfaces. What are you doing about all these things that contribute to making these players probably as bad as you say they are? You are just there feeding fat and pointing accusing fingers. You come and say we've given them opportunity, blah blah blah. The NFL president was talking about how if players don't want to go to a particular, <laughs> how can you how can you tell players a player not to go to China or Cyprus? And you are saying this league that you are bastardizing. You expect. Players from here to go to Real Madrid or Barcelona. In uh, what world? In what world? What alternate universe? And you are saying that <laughs> you are not going to sign a transfer certificate for anybody going well. Why? You are, you are now trying to stop these guys from bettering their lives again after all you've done to them here. The lives you refuse to better. Because it was on oh, video gosh. saying all of that, all of that. I honestly feel that we are missing the point. That's why we said, NFF, you are chasing shadows. Mm. You are leaving the substance. Face the substance Leave the shadows. So our guys in the media, buddy, let's address ourselves. These boys are not the problem. You can abuse them all you like. You can castigate them all you like. They are not the problem, buddy. You know, you know, um, uh, that book about how Jam- how Jamie turned around their <laughs> their fortunes and begin to win the World Cup in Brazil. Yeah, I read that book. And I saw what, look, they, they, they had a plan. There has to be a plan, exactly, buddy. Maybe the, maybe that question should have been where is the plan? Where is the plan we have? General Trump was a part of that process. Somebody mentioned his name as part of that process. Okay. Now, the thing is that we don't need to, to, uh, uh, how do I put it? Reinvent the wheel. We don't need to reinvent anything. Just tap into something. Just tap into something. We had an academy that was working. We killed it till tomorrow. AG, useful was a fantastic opportunity. Mm-hmm. And we saw the fruits of useful. We saw it. The, the other thing is that we, we, we know coaches in, in the Nigerian League who did well and some who are doing well. But we never appointed. 
and Rico never coached a, 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 a junior Nigerian team till he died. He never did. And we all saw everything that Rico coached. We saw the football that they played. Dukudi, as tough as Dukudi, Dukudi is, any, anything that Dukudi coaches, they play good football. So the thing is that when you, when you, when you appoint some of these people onto places where, where they, can, they can have, have an impact, because you want to, because we are, we are looking for results, they abandon something that Everything, is true, yeah. that, 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 that can give us what we want. We abandon it in, 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 in the chase for results. They need to stay full. Because it's not like there are not guys in that country, in Nigeria, in, 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 that can give us what we want. However, the moment they get onto that stage, we, we let them be there. Go, ah, no, we, we put them under pressure. Ah. <laughs> so you see, that is why in the countries in, in the countries in the world where they have excellent results, they don't let these young stars focus on scoring goals or getting results. No. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they make them understand the basics first. And they, again, like I said in the uh, in the first topic, we we, we shout out to you that blue in the face. <laughs> It is going to happen again. And we're back here discussing this same topic. Like, like, like we live for the past 15 years on our different platforms. Past 20 years. The same things we have been saying, but nothing, nothing seems to have changed. But it will be on record that we keep saying now. We keep saying it. The record is about to start scratching. We'll still, well, we'll, <laughs> we'll sound like broken records, but we'll continue to say it. You know, because we'll, we'll continue to say it. Yemi, yeah, it underlines our lack of developmental planning. But they mm. mentioned Germany, what they did. Um, I remember, is it Clairefontaine? France? Yeah, France. They won the World Cup in 98. Mm-hmm. Three, five years after they failed to qualify for the 94 World Cup in crazy circumstances and they came up with a plan. And in their own situation, they, they, they got to the World Cup in five years. Germany had a plan when they failed to qualify from the group stage in 2004. They had a plan, a long-term 10-year plan and it produced the World Cup for them in 2014. NFF, no, LMC. Look at, look, at, look, at, look, at, look at England. England. England had a plan, set up St. George's Park, ba- won ba- the under-17, under-21 World Cup yes. about the same time. They've got to the semi-final of, of the World Cup and now semi-final of the Euros. semi-final of the Euros. You know, so at some point, if they keep getting to the semi-finals one day, it will go home They'll finally. Probably, yeah. <laughs> it will but go home. probably crack it like So, NFF, LMC, What's your long-term plan for the local league? They have zero plan. No, I'm asking now. Maybe they have it. What is... Okay, the league is bad. The buyers are users. What is your long-term plan? What is your five or ten-year template to improve the league? Or we're just going to be going like this year in, year out. What's the plan? And let's hear it. Because, I mean, if there's no plan, you can't succeed. There can't be any achievement down the line. Because we're just going from day to day, season to season, managing each season. Like you said, Yemin, at the start of any season, there's no calendar. At all. Look at what they're doing with the uh, the ITO uh, Cup. Ridiculous thing. And then at the end of the day, it is the players everybody starts pointing at. NFF, LMC, what is the long-term plan for the MPFL? We need to know. Not only that. Uh, what's the long-term plan for youth football? Exactly. What's the long-term plan for, for women's everything, football? Take out Super Eagles. Yeah. What's the long-term plan for all aspects of Nigerian football, women's football, youth football, uh, and the league, and the various leagues? What's the long-term plan? You can only grow this industry or this sport from the bottom up. Not, not from, from the top, top to the bottom. No. And that is the mistake Amaju Pinnick, Sheudiko, Sheakiumi, and whoever it is in that board, this is the mistake they make every 
year. They keep going, doing, they say, why you, you keep doing the same thing over and over again? Expecting the different results. results. It's, it's total madness. Mm. You know, um, we're going to get, we're going to eventually discuss the World Cup monies we've received mm. all these years what and what we have done with it. There's nothing that stops us from having a proper football center in Nigeria mm. that we can focus on developing Ask That's a good football. topic. Maybe we need to go and do a research and find out exactly how much you've collected. We, will, we started going to the world. You will get that that yeah. number very soon because okay. I'm working on it. <laughs> okay, all you right. Know? So these are some of the things. Not just these smaller countries are building football centers, developing their football. That's why you see that when we play some countries, the gap is so it's narrow. Closing. Closing. Why? Because those guys have put in work, but because we have so much talent. We believe the talent compensates for talent, everything. Talent, quote and unquote. Quote, yeah, quote and unquote. Mm. Meanwhile, talent is not enough. It's There's ne- a lot it's, that, it's never comes, enough. that comes into harnessing that talent. But we've never do enough. That. It's never enough. All right, buddy. Your final words on this. Um, you've said that 10 years down the line, <laughs> hopefully we'll still, be, we'll still be talking about the same thing. But what do you think can change the equation or can change the narrative? If anything, what do you think can change it? Thankfully, there is another election <laughs> to the NFL in two next years time, year. or thereabouts. Next year. I think it's next year. Thank God. I, I, I think it is time for whoever it is who is thinking of NFL president to understand that we can't keep doing the same things and expect a different different results. If it's, if if he has that kind of thinking, he's as mad as the rest of them. It's got to start from now on to start thinking of of putting things on paper and getting together a team in case he wins the election. Get a team that will hit the ground running and start changing things for good. We have argued that the structure of our league is wrong based on both its geography and the, and, and the, and the social concerns that we have. We have argued that there are things that, that need to be done about referees. We have argued that there are things to be, to be done about coaches and we have argued that there are things to be done about players' contracts and security. All these things, all, all these, all these things are issues that can be that can be arranged. Look, the Super League will take care of itself if you take care of the, if, if you take care of the local league. And I can bet you, DG, that if you do some things right, some players that you don't expect will want to play for Nigeria and to be up to us to say, you know what, there are too many of you. Let us scale down. And let me say it again, in case people are not listening, you always say it. There is no way we can't put four players in the Super League. It is, it is impossible. It, it can't be that bad. In case people are forgetting that we are saying it, we are saying yeah. it again. Yeah. Even after, even after you mean, you mean four players from the local league in the squad? League, yes. Okay. There is no way you can't do can it. It is impossible. Let us face facts. Okay. Um, we end on that note. Know. We end on that <laughs> note. We've said it. I've said it. I've been saying it for like 10, 15 years. Okay, this league is as bad as you say it is. What moves are you doing making to develop it? One of the easy, easy sells is okay, 23 squad, 23 man squad for a friendly, for instance, put four home base players there. It is a, that was how when England realized that all the clubs are bringing all kinds of players to the league. They started pro, the home protection for their, they say you must have a certain amount of mm. home base players or developmental players and all of that. You've got to be specific and deliberate. In doing things, but hey, here we just say the league is bad, 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 and the people who are paid to improve the league are not doing anything about it. I mean, it's easy 
to blame the players. But the officials are simply not doing enough. Well, a couple of teams who appear to have done the right things, made the right moves, improved their team situations, are in the finals of the NBA playoffs. The last time the box were in the final was 1974, when they had Karim Abdul-Jabbar and Oscar Robertson on their roster. They lost to the Celtics in that year. The last time the Suns were in the final was 1993, when they had Charles Barkley, Sir Charles, in that team, and they lost, of course, to the Bulls, uh, led by Michael Jordan. So, we have to be said, all of us here got the call right at the start of the conference finals. We both, we all called it Suns and Bucks for the final. And here we are, buddy. The Suns and the Bucks and the final. I'm confused. I don't know who to support. <laughs> I love CP3. And of course, I have a love for Gianni. So, whoever wins, I'm fine with that. But, buddy, let's start with these two franchises. Um, maybe you could say that the Bucks at the start of the season, they had hopes. They have been in the playoffs in the last two years, but they, they, they faltered. But for the Suns, the team that had the worst record in the NBA two seasons ago, to be here, that's a massive turnaround. And first of all, let me congratulate Bode Bruno. Bode Bruno has been a Suns fan for as long as I, I can remember. Yes, yes, that's true. And and these lamentations were often uh, 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 were often how do I put it a constant every morning <laughs> every morning when, when we related every result on sports express we would lament because the songs were that bad and then let let, let me offer some words words of encouragement to uh, uh, to Joseph Faulkner Dallas Mavericks <laughs> because I told Body when CP3 arrived that. I think they have something good there. And he said, we shall see. Like, like, like I told Joseph, Joseph Faulkner that the Dallas team I'm looking at and, and, and what Luka Doncic is demanding, we'll hear more about them in the next because Luka Doncic wants to win. Yeah. He, he, he's demanding excellence and that's why the organization is really shaking up. And we'll see how that will pan out in future. Back to the Suns DG. We certainly didn't see this coming. We knew they're a good side. And with CP3, we knew that um, they, they, they probably improved. But given the way the, the, the season has turned out, there's no, there's no doubt about it. The Suns have profited from a lot, a, a lot of things that were not no fault of theirs. But they've also played good, good basketball to boot. The Andre 18 has, has, has played well. CP3 has, has played well. Other people have stepped up and they're playing great in basketball. And for them to be here, and to have a chance of winning a championship, it can only be good to see. For the box, the box were actually built to win this year, DG. After the failure of last year, when, when, when the hit took them out in the bubble, they went and picked up some 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 other players to complement uh, uh, to complement um, uh, Yanis. And so far, they've had a good run. At some point during this play of DG. They have even, even looked like in the last few games against the Hawks. They have, they have looked good without Yanis on the floor. And so you know that this team they also have a good chance of winning, winning the championship. And I think for me, DG, the biggest winners in all of this, apart from the fans in Phoenix and the fans in, uh, in, in Wisconsin, is got to be the NBA itself. Yeah. Because, I mean, the past 10 years has been 
uh, uh, Lakers, uh, 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 is it LeBron and uh, and um, Steph Curry? And Steph Curry and KD now and all have, those guys. Exactly, and, and KD. Now we have some. We have a player that that is very respected, leading one team, and a player that has, that has been MVP the past um, at two of the past three seasons, leading leading the, leading the other team. So fresh faces all around, and then of course, apart from the ratings, it also means that next year the things that we know and already they are making moves, we want to get back in the act and get back to the final. And it's also it, what it means is a bigger, more popularity for the NBA, more interest uh, championship, and more money being made up, being made uh, all around. It's just good to see it. Yeah, really good to see. Yemi, but they mentioned um, the box. And particularly Janis. Janis was injured. He didn't play the last two games, but it was great to see that without him, and uh, they managed to pull out the win they needed in game six. And um, we don't, yeah, I think it's day to day. We don't know. Let's assume he doesn't get to play. Um, how much of a disadvantage does he put the box against a well stacked uh, team like uh, Phoenix? It's a huge disadvantage, but what is uh, impressive is the way some other guys in the box roster have, you know, stepped up, stepped up. Mm. Chris Middleton being one of one. such. Uh, I think he got 32 points in the last game. He's been excellent all through the playoffs. Mm. Uh, I think Brooke, Brooke Lopez showed a so, different yeah. side to so himself game, since, yeah. since Janice has gone off. And I think that also helps. Um, has, has been excellent, excellent yeah. it's a fantastic culture so you look at the box and you look at how well they beefed up the team in the roster the trades they made how they've armed themselves you know from giving themselves uh, strength on the per- in perimeter shooting and being able to spread the ball as much as possible so I think without Giannis they have probably a lot more freedom to bring a lot of the guys into the game you know, spread the floor very well and then, you know, shoot from all sides. So, but you see, every team needs to have that superstar mm. to be able to deliver that title or that championship as it calls in the US. And I think that's where the tipping point is for Milwaukee because the Suns are more or less healthy, mm. you know. And, and what is interesting is how Chris Paul has ensured that every time he seems... Is out injured. He just mm-hmm. finds the powers in those old legs and arms of his to get better. Get better and make everybody around him equally as good. So I think the absence of Janice might be a huge, huge disadvantage. Mm-hmm. For the Although world. we have to say it's day to day. So we don't know whether he'll get to play or not. All right, buddy. Um, you can't say enough about Chris Paul. You know, He's been probably all over the place. Two years ago, I remember people were writing him off that his best days were gone. He made he didn't, he made a trade. He, he went to the Suns. It's turning out now that he took a massive pay cut to a team that were seen as no hoopers at the start. Uh, Monty Williams, is that his name, the coach? Yeah. Um, yep. Acquired him. They had worked together previously. And all of that. And he's here. 41 points. In the clinching game, uh, I think a career high for him in the playoffs. But uh, what would he do? He's already a Hall of Famer. Forget about that. For sure. But what would he do to his legacy 
if he manages to pull this off and get this ring? Deji, um, like you said, uh, Chris Paul is already a superstar, but it's, it's about to enter, it's about to be, become a superstar of, uh, of um, uh, uh, how do you call it, as to, as to pop it Stratospheric <laughs> proportions. That's the word. That's the word. Uh-huh. Of proportions. See, Chris Paul is well liked by the players, of not, by, by, by a lot of the players, because some don't like him. Mm-hmm. I, I remember the, the incident he had with, uh, with, with uh, James Harden in, in Houston because he demands perfection. You know. And I feel that What I like most about Chris Paul is that he didn't go chasing the ring. Yeah. It's coming to him. Yes. Because going to the Suns was like, hey, you know what? Just go there and retire. Yeah. Now now they are here. And that is what makes that, that is what makes it different. Yes. Chris Paul because he could have, he could have gone to the Lakers. Yeah. He could, have, he, could have, he could have gone anywhere. Could have gone to a wealth tax so, team. A, a, a well-stacked team, exactly, but he went, the Suns traded for him. And, you know, it also underlies for me that you cannot, you, you, can, you, you can never underestimate the power of the connection between the star player and the coach. Yeah. We saw it with, uh, with a pop and and, um, and Tim Duncan in yeah. San Antonio. Yeah. We are seeing it with Monty, with Monty and, uh, and Chris Paul because they, they, have, they have a connection from their days working at the Pelicans. Yeah. So, that connection because look, he understands what the coach wants. The players trust him. And oh, DJ, by the way, I like the way DeAndre Ayton is going. Goodness yes. me. DeAndre Ayton, we must say, we want to say, has Nigerian parents. Oh, yes. No, Nigerian father. Nigerian father, okay. <laughs> I thought both were Nigerian. Okay. That young man has been blown away by the, by, by the basketball he's playing, the maturity and the range that he has. Yeah. Yes. DJ, we talk about 10 bit all the, all, all the, all the time. All they need to need, all the other needs to do is develop a jump shot from uh, from uh, from from, uh, from mid range. He has every, he has everything. He has everything, and for me that tells me that even if and when CP3 leaves, they have the they have the makers of a team that yeah. can be contenders every year already. And of course, what do you say about Devin Booker, who has taken this Yemi, who has taken these playoffs, <laughs> <laughs> who has taken these playoffs by storm, you know? For I think he's twenty-two, uh, second year or third yeah, year third in the league, year. and he's uh, he's played the likes out these playoffs. It's been excellent. Um, you, you talked about the, the Suns being one of the worst teams last year, and with a little bit of support, experience, and tweaking, and tweaking, they are where they are. Um, he's played some really devastating basketball. The the overall attitude, the his contribution, his his zeal, and just the way that he presents himself on the basketball court, despite so so much adversity, he's shown that he's a young man that you can trust the future of a basketball team. You know, you can trust it on on, on his shoulders, and it would it will carry the team. Um, we're talking about. Uh, um, Aiton as well. But the fact that this young man, even when Chris Paul is unavailable, mm. he's shown that he can kind yeah. him on the shoulder and he's doing pretty well. 
I remember the first the first round against the Lakers when Chris Paul was struggling. He rose up to the occasion yeah. and ensured that they got past my Lakers. Even though, uh, <laughs> 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 All right, buddy. Let's quickly round up. I will run out of time. Um, just like I asked you quickly, what would he do to the growing reputation and growing legacy of uh, uh, Giannis if he pulls this off? When Giannis came to the NBA, um, uh, it, 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 it was listed as a, as a project. Hmm. And he himself, a project is a plan as we want to develop over, over five years. But in three years, he became a, a starter. And he, when he said, I want to be the best player in the world, people snickered. They laughed, they laughed at him. Because at that time, nobody could sit except the young man. If he pulls this off, he, can, he, will, he will be the finance MVP. And he will be the best player in the world. All right, let's take predictions now. Buddy, your pick... In how many games? The Suns in six. You hear me? Wow. Janice has time. Okay. So he was have. <laughs> so I think I think you'll go to game seven and I think the Suns will win. Well, okay. just give Chris Paul the party gift. It looks like all agreed. For me, I think CP3 and the Phoenix will have their day in the Suns. So. In the Suns. <laughs> <laughs> all right. On that note, we end the podcast for this week. Many thanks for joining us. The NBA playoffs will tip off a few days from now. Hopefully, it will be a humdinger of a series. And for Nigerian sports and Nigerian football, <clears throat> the less we say, the better. <laughs> See you next time. Bye-bye.